<laughs> okay, we are back with another video. We are going to be answering some Twin Flame questions, some common questions that pop up a lot from people that are on the Twin Flame journey. Um, I've done videos in the past on Twin Flames. You can go and watch those if you want. We're going to be repeating some of these questions because now we're going to be, well, we're going to be answering them together and I, yeah. yes, <laughs> so that we have the feminine and masculine perspective and also just the perspective of being separated and then in union, which will obviously influence the answers a little bit because we have this whole new um, experience now of the twin flame concept. Oh, yeah, uh, so yes, still on the journey, yeah? but uh, we yes. already have quite some experience. Uh, and yeah, adventure. we're, we're going to be um, splitting this up in a few different parts because we have so many questions that it's not going to fit in one hour. So we're going to be splitting it up in two or maybe even three um, videos and also if you have questions you can always comment below and send us your questions and we'll scroll back here and there to see um, if anyone has any questions but let's um, just begin with the first question was from somebody who is who met their twin flame recently but they were together, now they will be in separate countries. So they want to know how to deal with intense triggers over long distance and tips in general for um, a long distance twin flame connection, which is what we had for um, a couple of months. That's how it started actually. Yes. Because we started off in a professional way. Then mm -hmm. I contacted her for an Akashic Record reading to just have some more material to go into the jungle by myself. Um, and then, yeah, out of those readings, she noticed that she was quite a lot in the picture, in the stories herself, which raised only more questions. Mm -hmm. And then out of that, uh, we kind of, yeah, managed to, to find out that we were actually twin flames and it was a far away from my door. I was not at all looking for anything like this or not into the topic at all. Um, but then, yeah, the biggest key that helped us actually was just open and clear communication. Mm -hmm. I think, uh, yeah, communication is the most important thing. Yes. If it's not just with the people around you, but then uh, with your second part, why be ashamed even to, yeah, to just be clear and say what's up, so uh, it, it just is what it is, uh, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, and so there is no space for any funky stories or mind-bending loops that we can all have. Creating your while. own stories. Because yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, when you're separated over long distance, hello Chris, over long mm -hmm. distance, <laughs> um, what we tend to do is go in our head and make up stories and project these stories on the other person like oh my god what are they doing are they thinking of me blah 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 i, I said something maybe i shouldn't have said that and you're going to be overthinking things that you've done or said mm -hmm. and but you're creating a story 
instead of just communicating, always just keep the line of communication open and you may feel uh, hesitant because you're going to feel like there's a wall and you're going to be vulnerable when you open up like this to somebody else. But the thing is, this twin flame connection is going to, you're going to be vulnerable anyway. You're going to be forced to really be transparent. So you might as well make the process easier and just communicate transparently. But that is a big mm -hmm. lesson for a lot of people in general. And the twin flame connection is going to actually force you to do that. Because like he said, if you can't be transparent with your other half, then... You, you, it's just something you have to learn in general. And it goes further as well, because you sense each other. There is, mm -hmm. at certain points, telepathic communication as well. But in the beginning, it's not full on within your hands. Like you're really experiencing stuff uh, that uh, you can't control all the time. Huh? So it's, yeah, you just learn to navigate it along the way. And then you can only be clear and, and transparent because they experience the same thing in their story, in their energy, the same that you are doing within your own story. So it doesn't matter. It's not going to be your story, but like it's all on the same line going on. So just be honest and clear and you can both navigate straight on. And, yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah, that is really the, the best piece mm -hmm. of advice that we can give when it comes to long distance twin flame connection so if and anybody any relationship, so. yes any relationship just open communication so if anybody has any questions about twin flames whether in separation union whatever maybe you haven't met your twin flame yet it doesn't matter you think you have a twin flame anything you can comment below and ask us so let's go back to our list this is somebody that says, I am aware of another person or energy, but meeting them hasn't manifested physically yet. And I'm not sure, uh, I'm not certain if that counts. So it, whether they're on a twin flame journey or not, the fact that you are intrigued by the twin flame concept, that you feel another energy, another person, and that it hasn't manifested yet, then you are on a twin flame journey because that is what it was like for me years before I met him. But, but I was already on my own individual journey, doing work on my own, meditating, working with mentors, working on my own um, psychic abilities, expanding my intuition. And I could feel another energy like basically that that masculine part of myself but outside of me and it was and, and then I bumped into the twin flame concept and I started reading about it YouTube oh. started suggesting videos about it and I wasn't looking into it or anything it just kind of like just catapulted itself onto my path but that definitely counts then you are probably on a twin flame journey I don't know there's anything well, you want the, to say? The other thing that popped in my mind was that though even now that we know each other and that we've been talking bits about our life as well, that we kind of noticed that we had certain key points where we made big changes, transformations, or we got certain experiences or insights. Mm -hmm. that, that is ridiculous how accurate and precise it's The connected. synchronicity. Yeah, the synchronicity yes. between them, no? 
Uh, yeah, so the, there is always this connection if you're aware of it or not. Uh, yeah, I wouldn't say how else to say it though. Cause yeah, yeah. when he was going through um, life-changing experiences, I was also going through life-changing experiences and it's like the energies are connected and you trigger each other when he was going through an experience that like made him go like this, then I was going to get pulled up by his experience and the other way around. Mm -hmm. And that's why it's important that you do whatever you need to do for yourself. Because mm -hmm. as long as you're doing your inner work, you're working for your second half as well. And we and, say this uh, all the time. If you've ever received a reading from us, I yeah. know that we keep on repeating that you have to go within, that the inner connection is the foundation of everything. But that is because it's true. Because mm -hmm. if you're not balanced within with your, like in my case, if I'm not balanced with my masculine half within, I'm not going to be balanced with him on the external reality. It's, it's the yeah. same thing. Yeah, nothing to add <laughs> with that. Yeah. Okay, next question. So again, if anybody has any questions, you can ask away. Okay, about divine timing of reunion and the responsibility put in our hands. Oh, yes, okay. So, I know that a lot of people feel like they want to get with their twin flame. They want to have the reunion now. They feel like there's no time to waste. And they want to be with their twin flame right now. What? How much do we contribute to... Um, getting into reunion with your twin flame. How do you feel about that? I think that's something that we both be answering questions. Uh, I have to look. Yeah, you just the same answer as before. You just mm -hmm. do your inner work and the rest will work out. It's not about yes. a romantic story. Uh, if you're just looking for romance in your life, then, uh, then yeah, then you're good as off with anybody else, though. But uh, I, if you really are looking for some serious connection and some serious work, uh, that's where a twin flame connection comes in. Because eh? in the romantic side, it's rather nice the cherry. We are the cherry on the pie of the whole process and the hard work that you have to put in together. Because uh, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, first it's all about hard work on yourself, which has been going on for me personally already for a very, very long time. I, I can remember since my 17, 18 years old that I really started to go inside. I started to work on myself. <clears throat> now I'm 32 and it only just happened now, even that I wasn't looking for it as well. Uh, it was just by the process, on my own journey, work on myself, that all the rest came along with it. So yeah, that's what I have to say to that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to also <laughs> kind of let go of this goal of meeting them because it's going to happen the moment you are able to let go of that and i know that a lot of people watching listening to this are going to be like but i want to meet them and i know and that's the thing but um yeah you we were actually on the complete opposite yeah? we were both in a position that we were mm -hmm. very happy alone we were very happy with what we were doing in our lives and then the rest came along and it just happened. So, mm. yeah. But you, of course, you can <laughs> manifest the reunion quicker or contribute to it by just, yeah, taking responsibility 
by being balanced within yourself and at the same time releasing any expectation. So it's basically you have to find this balance between working towards reunion by being happy with not having it. I know that that sounds very confusing probably I for some people, but that is mm -hmm. what you have to do. That's uh, just loving yourself. Eh? It's mm -hmm. a whole journey of finding self-love, self-care, taking care of yourself and being happy where you are. Is that at that point you, you're going to attract the right people towards your, your own life as well? Because eh? then you're your authentic self and that's when you get in touch with the people that you need around you. Yeah, I don't know. It all starts inside. Mm -hmm. We're all creating our own reality and that's how it all comes to it. Eh? Yes. So, next question. That is kind of a long question. Um, it's kind of just like an explanation and a question, but, um, well, another question first, maybe. How is he handling the shift? Somebody wants to know how their other half is handling the shift. Any sh like we're in a very, uh, <laughs> any, any time you're going through something, whether it, now we're going through a big shift, an energy shift that started around New Year's or December and we're in this shift still and we can all feel it. It's all asking us to really release a lot of old stuff and integrate a lot of new stuff at a very rapid pace. That's what we're going through right now. And so somebody's asked me, how are they handling the shift? The thing is, they're probably handling the shift in a very similar way to the way you're handling the shift. Because if you go within, you can feel how they're handling the shift. Yeah, it's just like looking in the mirror, see how you're handling it yourself. And then you can get a measurement of how the other side is doing as well. And <coughs> you don't have to be in communication. Actually, when we are, when we're apart for a few days the telepathy actually gets increased again and when we are together it's like the universe is like okay you don't need you can just talk now yeah <laughs> yeah it comes to that mm. <laughs> yeah so now this long question that we have um i myself am in a twin flame connection i believe that true twins naturally uplift humanity when in union I am appealed. Appealed. I that means I think no appalled. Oh, appalled yeah. that yeah. most of the BS literature oh, on T yeah. on twin flames is actually depicting codependency and dysfunctional runner chaser dynamic. I believe that true twins are drawn to each other, not afraid of each other. This is a question that may fill up the rest of the hour. Because this is not, it's not that black and white. There is a lot of, um, a lot of different things can be said about this question. A true twin connection is always to up uplift humanity when in union, because you are taking on a lot for the collective and a twin flame connection is a connection that works with an accelerated third energy. What, what does that mean? That you are able to do more work because not your two energies don't, they're not just two energies. They create a third energy. It's 
such a strong channel of balanced energy of masculine and feminine that you can do a lot more work for um, for the collective basically and that's why a lot of people now are going to be meeting their twin flames in the years to come because the energy of the planet is now resonating at such a frequency that it's allowing for these unions to take place mm -hmm. um but when two twin flames have been doing their inner work individually and they come to a point of union when they are balanced enough to be together then they can stay in union but when two twin flames meet when they are still working through a lot of trauma or blocks then they may go to this runner-chaser dynamic because their individual energies are not balanced enough to withstand the triggers that happen when they reach union. So they may separate again, come closer again, separate, come closer, because they're working through their individual blocks. And as they are working through these blocks, each time they separate again, they are not going to separate that far. And there's going to be a point where they're not going to separate anymore because they've reached a point of balance individually that is strong enough to stay together. And that doesn't mean you have to be perfect to reach union. You have to be balanced enough to realize when you're getting triggered, like we still get triggered and then we will communicate. <laughs> And it's not mm -hmm. easy. It's actually super scary sometimes. Yeah, just like two mirrors to each other. Yeah. And mm -hmm. yet, yeah, it can be very scary. Yeah, it's just really intensive. Um, and yeah, once you go into it, it just doesn't stop. It's exponentially until yeah, until the whole pile has been cleaned up and we're still rolling mm -hmm. on it as well. Um, but yeah, we managed to, to go through it very fluidly just by clear communication and direct communication. Mm -hmm. So it's all about being open and willing to deal with your stuff as well as mentioned, the things that you experience as well. So you can get along, you can put the things straight on the table, clear it out, watch at it and deal with it and go on with it. So. Mm -hmm. And yeah. You can still see a problem as a problem, but a problem can be a lesson as well. So or you take it as a lesson or you see it as a problem, but that's a choice that you make for yourself. So, and lessons give opportunities to grow. Yeah. It's the same like you do your inner work with yourself. It's just the same, only that you trigger it exponentially with your twin flame connection. And when you come in union and you're physically together, it only gets more and more intense. Uh, but as well, it gives you a bigger opportunity to go faster through it and to get things cleansed up yeah, more quickly. It's nothing permanent. It's just get your work done. And there will be a point where like things flow together in one line. And that, that's what it's about. Yeah. It's the same as an individual is putting his experience by learning, transforming whatever they're going through and they're learning. It goes into the collective and it gets an opportunity or an option for anybody else that's walking around here. Um, and that's as well what we are doing, just on a very fast way. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's a little bit different than the journey by ourselves, but uh, yeah, intensity, exponential.
<laughs> yeah. So the second part of this question, well, it's more a statement. And I agree with this, that a lot of the twin flame literature or um, stuff that we find online when we research twin flames or that people will find. And that is also why I decided to start sharing more again on twin flames is that it's depicting codependency and toxic relationships that can also have that runner chaser dynamic, but that is due to a whole different reason. When this runner chaser thing is happening in, for example, a toxic relationship in domestic violence situation, it has to do with a trauma bond. And I have a, a short video on my profile about a trauma bond. I'm just quickly going to explain this because it does have to do with twin flame relationships. And what I mean by that is that a lot of people will have karmic partners first with whom they have established a trauma bond. So that later, when there is the opportunity to reverse the old pattern of how you used to see relationships so that you can recognize it and then reverse it. And the thing is, we're doing this, a lot of twin flames are doing this also for their parents, for their grandparents and for their ancestry. That they are coming together now to clean up a lot of stuff from their ancestors from how they used to be in relationships and how they used to view romantic relationships or just interactions with um, family members or whatever. Mm -hmm. But what I was going to say was a trauma bond is based on um, basically you are creating an addiction in the other person by, by showing them a very hot and cold behavior. So you can be very loving and then the next day you can be ice cold and a person is gonna basically stay on high alert whenever they're around you because they never know what to expect from you. So they're gonna start to get um, kind of addicted to that behavior because the good behavior that you're showing then that the toxic partner is showing is like a reward and um, they're going to keep on trying to come back and it's basically um, um, a form of brainwashing you can just um, google trauma bond and find out what it means but it is true that in a lot of cases um, there are people that are saying oh we're twin flames blah 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 listen to what we're saying this is what the twin flame connection is and when it's in fact the trauma bond and it's toxic and a good question would probably be, how do you recognize when a relationship is a toxic, dysfunctional relationship based on a trauma bond or a true twin flame relationship? And the answer is very simple when you go within. And I have a trick in my course, and I know I'm talking about my course again, but there's a trick. When you connect to your intuition and you truly connect, you breathe in and you breathe out and you are aligned with your higher self and your intuition, 
and you ask yourself a question and immediately you ask to be shown a green or a red light. Green meaning yes, red meaning no. When you ask, you're with the person you're with, like I'm here with him, and I am just going to ask myself, how does this person make me feel? Do they make me feel relaxed or do they make you feel anxious? And then you just go within and ask the question with the green and the red traffic lights and you will have your answer. Yeah. But yeah, and when you get sometimes, although I think it was a couple of months ago that I gave this uh, as a personal experience that sometimes you don't get the answer that you like. And then it seems that it's not so clear, but then most of the time, if it's really not so clear, it's going to be the answer that you really don't like. Uh, so now you can see in this way, you can navigate it as well. And you can see for yourself that, yeah, when you get or you run into the to the not the option but if you run into this type of situation and you see this for yourself like oh it's not clear but that's clearly the option that i don't like and then it's very clearly what the right answer is and then you just go for the one that you're scared of or that you didn't really like because there's probably uh, a big thing to learn from it uh, yeah that's the only thing i have to say for it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and also a good way to um, really discern whether a relationship is a true twin flame relationship is when there are triggers that come up, you can again go within and feel into, okay, what is causing me to react this way? Why are they reacting that way? What is going on? And when with each time something like that happens, you grow closer to each other and you feel like an issue is actually resolved and you feel that that energy is shifted and then when another trigger arises it's like with that that thing that I said before when you're in union you're still growing closer together and you're not separating anymore but with each issue that arises you actually grow closer yeah. and when you're in a toxic relationship with each issue that arises, you actually grow further apart. That's what happens. You don't grow mm -hmm. closer in a toxic yeah. relationship. It just gets more complicated, more heavy, more dense, and more traumatic. And when you're in twin flame relationship, the opposite happens. It gets better, it gets calmer, and it gets more balanced. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay, uh, next question, and also, if you're watching this and you have questions, just leave a comment. Okay. <laughs> Why is the opportunity for union coming up now at this time? I kind of answered that already uh, a little bit ago, but because we are now in an ascension cycle, and what is happening now is when you look at it as a curve, in time and space and we just kind of fold all of that together into a flat curve then here we have Lemuria and Atlantis which was a high frequency for the planet then we went through all kinds of stuff the dark ages 
more dense energetic periods of time and um, here we are in an ascension cycle and we are heading into basically a frequency that is when you would look right straight ahead you would see Lemuria and Atlantis so a, a lot of these twin flame couples were together in Lemuria a lot of them were together in Atlantis and right now the time for union is approaching because that frequency is there again that allows for union to take place mm -hmm. and also because a lot of twin flames are incarnating here at the same time so you're not going to be born that's something i believe that i've said in previous videos two twin flames don't get born together in this lifetime to to not reach union they will always that's my belief the purpose is physical union if you're here right now together on the planet whether you're going to be able to do that is partially up to you and the inner work you're doing like we've said earlier in this video it's all about how much you are connecting with your other half within and with yourself that's how quickly or slowly you will be able to reach union but i don't believe because some people say that oh the goal is never physical union yeah we're here but we're not really we don't want to be in union that's the whatever <laughs> yeah so oh um okay next question trauma healing from lifetime oh yes okay so how do you deal perhaps with that's from different lifetimes i guess right, yeah. yes uh past life trauma that comes up in the twin flame connection in this lifetime maybe that's a good one Jeff. well yeah and it's not only about twin flames but it's just traumatic events that you got through through different lives that you're still carrying till today that are still creating yourself as what you are experiencing still problems with self-trust or for example public speaking or doesn't matter it can go very deep you know a trauma isn't personally connected to this life but it can be connected through lifetimes and it's true going to ascension now that you're going through these experiences again that you can like manage to clear them out at the same time um, and it's only by remembering actually now there is an opportunity to really start to remember things that happened in past lives and like that's the exponential growth that we are experiencing together is that it's just one point after another like you touch one problem you can see through it you heal it you heal it like you learn from it and it gains clarity because you understand where certain behavior or certain patterns or whatever are coming from and as soon as you get over it you let go of it it's the next topic is popping up and yeah it's not connected to one lifetime that's a little bit what i uh, yeah, i want to get to here so like the closer you get towards in union uh, the more of this trauma healing that will be going on which is a good thing of course though but it doesn't say that yeah that it's an easy thing to deal with mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and the thing is, you don't really have to be aware of the trauma to heal it in this lifetime. You can heal it in this lifetime because then you're healing it for all lifetimes that you were in connection. But it is always good to know where it originally came from because then you're going to go straight to the origin of the block of what is still standing in the way. It's and it's going to also, yeah, like like he said, it's going to get resolved and gain clarity in this lifetime. You're going to see where it came from. By understanding, you mm -hmm. can learn from it and you grow out of it and you can let it go instead of that it's something that holds you back and you still don't understand. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and something that, that popped in my head right now is that for a lot of twin flames, it's the realization that you are safe in this lifetime. That now it's safe to be together in a lot of past lives. It was, um, that's what happens for, actually, funny story. The day before we got married, <laughs> I almost ran. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here, I'm here. By the way, let's, let's show them our wedding oh. rings. <laughs> yes. Anyway, I wasn't really going to run, but uh, not really. Well, though, yeah, it was just a big fear moment popping up. Huh? It was yes. a serious, a heavy reaction as well. Huh? Because what happens for a lot of twin flames is that when they are about to go into physical union, their subconscious memories are going to come up from when they were separated um, in past lives. Because a lot of the times in past lives, getting into union or reaching union with your twin flame meant danger getting killed it meant basically um yeah that you were in danger and you were in an unsafe situation so for a lot of people this feeling is subconsciously gonna come up of we're in this same situation and it's like post-traumatic stress it's um, soul PTSD you're gonna be stressed you're gonna feel like you want to run because this is dangerous and that's what I did so I didn't really run far I just left for a day and was freaking out walking around the city wondering if I should just um, leave to an island on my own and just not tell anyone about anything but then I came back and we <laughs> The realization actually that was just like trying to take yeah, care of me to save me because i realized <laughs> that what i was where it came from i realized mm -hmm. where it came from we talked about it and talked about the fears that were coming up in both of us we mm -hmm. talked about it and then we we were able to heal that block to heal that fear because we realized that we are safe in this lifetime to come together. There's nothing standing in your way anymore. Nobody's going to kill you or going to kill the other half. Nobody's going to punish you for being together. Yes. Actually, quite the opposite. You are requested here by the planet. That's something my mentor, Beth Catherine, always says. You are requested by the planet to be here and to bring all of your light here and to then also combine your light to do a lot of work because that is really what this twin flame thing is about more than anything else to really combine your light and do a lot of work to serve the planet. 
<laughs> okay, next. Oh, no, no. Do we have any questions, actually? Let me see. Oops, a bunch of people. Also, don't look at my weird eye. I have some weird eczema stuff going on with my eye. So for anybody who was wondering what the hell's wrong with this, this lady's eye, it's all weird. It's eczema. Just ignore it. Just whatever. Anyway, questions. Tarot, Ashley Garrett, 2203, sexual energy and energetic orgasms. Okay, is that a question or was that something that, you, that's, that you've experienced? I'm assuming, okay, that that's the, the question about that. Like, does, like you mean, is that a thing? Yes. Well, there is a fifth dimensional or higher astral energy where you are connected and where you're constantly interacting, sending back and forth energy. And that is a, that is a thing. And um, yeah, that is a thing. <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, you are also, it's basically the merging process of the energy because there are different stages in this merging of twin flames. So what happens is you, you will realize that you're telepathic, that there's a special connection. And that is already basically the second um, phase in this merging process because the first phase is before you ever meet. It's when you have these feelings that you may be in a twin flame connection and all that stuff. And we were long distance and we were noticing this. Um, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm talking uh, and reading, yeah, yeah. multitasking. Yes. Yes. Go on. <laughs> okay. Um, let me see. We're going to... So, where was I with the merging stuff? So, yeah, the energies are going to start to merge before you're physically in union. So that you won't go into shock, basically. Because if you meet this other half and none of your energies have merged on any levels, it's like being hit by lightning and you will just faint, I think. Or you'll just be like, oh my God, I'm dead. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> anyway, so... What happens is you have these energetic phases where the energies are merging and it's like dreaming when you are in a dream state. It's astral energy being translated to something your brain can understand. So that is why they speak about this energetic sexual energy because it's what is sexual energy is just creational energy, creation, merging, expanding. So what is happening mm -hmm. When you are feeling these energetic sexual energies or whatever in the twin flame um, connection before you meet in the physical world, it is this merging process taking place, this third energy being created and expanding because you are about to meet in the physical reality so that it's like step by step preparing you for this physical reunion. Anything you would like to add? That was I don't. That was really a, a good explanation. Thank oh, you, good. thank you, spirit guides, and whoever <laughs> inspired me because that was channeled. I sense, Sophia, something. I sense we were one person and not two. 
on the past lives is it possible that this is the first time um everybody has different um scenarios of where they separated or where they went their own way and there are stories that in other star systems that um twin flames were together as an androgynous being but most twin flames that i know of really separated and went separate ways though at source energy yeah. but what intuitively comes to me and what i think is the case for you is that you are just really connected to your twin flames energy because you share um, a higher self you have your higher self i have my higher self but they are actually just halves of one higher self that is the same energy and what you are doing is probably connecting to your twins past lives and feeling like they are your past lives because you have the same energy and you are also learning from their experiences that's also what it's about that you're combining these lessons from these past lives so it is possible that that is what's going on and that now you are incarnated here in two different bodies because both of you are actually on planet earth at the same time and in the past you were probably taking turns where you were his spirit guide and he was your spirit guide in past lives mm -hmm. that's something that comes back that i see a lot it's the same with between. your mama your mom has it as well yes yes yeah. same with a lot of people that's also i think one of the questions that um in this lifetime also have their twin flame um but as a spirit guide that's the minority of people that are in the twin flame connection here that realize that they're in the twin flame connection most of them will be here physically together so that's my answer anything else no, I think we answered. okay <laughs> let me see so yeah, anybody that has any questions on Twin Flames, the Twin Flame connection, you can leave them in the comments and we are going to answer them. And we also have a list here. So let's go. Oh, to a question on the screen. Again, don't look at my weird eye. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but people are going to notice that it's different. Just like this then. Okay. Why does Twin Flame separation anxiety occur don't make fun of me uh, <laughs> he first the first time you come together yes the separation anxiety what do you mean exactly twin flame separation when you are when you separate after you come back into union and then you have to separate and you get the anxiety yes um that will happen because the twin flame feels very comfortable and very safe so when you've spent a time in union oh i see long distance yeah and then when you are separated again you feel kind of lost like this other half is being pulled away from you and more than in any other relationship because i know that when when you're going through the separation pain as well uh, yes again you're going through that trauma from separation over and over and over even like your brain knows that you will only be separated for 
like in your case, maybe a few weeks, a few months, or like in my case, he was going to work. My brain knows, oh yeah, he's coming back tonight or he's coming back tomorrow. But my soul is like, oh my God, they're taking him away again. They're going to stab him again. He's going to die. But that's not what... Just having a nice chat with a friend, going have a drink, in a bar, talking all night. And they're going to kill him, he's going to get slaughtered and whatever. Because that is what my soul remembers from a past life. And that is what my soul has basically embedded into my cells as that's what it's like when your twin flame leaves you. But that is why we are here to overwrite all of these old wounds with new energy, with balanced energy. That is why we have to go through some of these things again to heal it so that we can then program new information into our energy field and so that we can then spread that onto the collective and basically yeah heal this wound for us but also for others but that is why there is that separation anxiety because your soul remembers that you're supposed to be together. Your soul knows that you are supposed to be together. So when you're separated, your soul thinks that there's something, that there's this, this dramatic reason why you can't be together. And of course, your brain knows, but you don't feel like there's a difference between what your brain realizes and the feeling you get. So I def that's what, what causes the anxiety. Okay, the first time we were. Yes, yeah, because I remember the first weekend he left because he had a job that would require him to stay for two days over there and then come back or a few days in a row. And the first time after we got back into Union, he left to his job and he was going to be back a few days later and I had I had, had all kinds of panic reactions that I did not see coming at all. And I was just doing my thing, working <laughs> on but, but then it's the same over the long distance as well before mm -hmm. even we, we work together that you're working to this point of coming together and the time that you're still separated that it's very hard. And like the more closer you come to really the point of even like getting together after long distance because I was in South America, she was in Belgium. It's very intense and it's very difficult and it almost drives you nuts till the point that you're about to run away from it and to drop everything. Um, but yeah, it's just about the point of pushing through to just get it done though. And once you do it, you're very happy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, so that is, it, it will get easier. What is physical sex like with your twin? Um, Very intense. But it's not like, <laughs> it is, and it is nothing like the experience that you will have had with previous um, partners, because it is a connection on all levels. And it's very much also an energetic connection and you actually feel the energy merge. It's not like when it's just a physical deed with any person that you find physically attracted. 
uh, attractive. It's a mm -hmm. physical connection, mm -hmm. okay, but the energetic connection is limited. So that's my experience. Yeah, no. It's it an energetic so. connection on all levels. Yeah, I but, feel. Well, yeah, for us to share a personal story, it hasn't been that easy as well, because right? we have just been so drained as well of the whole trauma healing and everything that it brings together with it that it's like but it's well. also yeah, yeah bringing up old wounds that yeah. you've had with previous partners and this other person is they're not doing anything to make you believe like oh they're like this other person but because they are so much the opposite they are going to bring up all of these yeah. wounds yeah, and, and even wounds that you didn't know you had from previous um, relationships mm -hmm. yeah. and then that's where the healing comes in so it is very healing it's it's a very conscious and spiritual thing to do and it's mm -hmm. nothing like like what you will have ever experienced physically with anyone else mm -hmm. so let's get back <laughs> to our list because I see that uh, some more people oh, yeah. joined and does this sacral chakra open uh, I wouldn't say so like that uh, it's a process the thing no, is you're gonna be yeah. connecting your energy so it's going to assist in opening that chakra but it's going to assist in opening any chakra because it's not just about that sacral area it's mm -hmm. truly a feeling that you have it's a full body experience and a full energetic body experience so it's not necessarily only in that chakra but if there is work to be done in that area it will definitely help in opening up that area yes let me see so yeah if anybody has any questions about twin flames, you can just leave them in the comments. And we're also we're going to be going to our list too in between. Where were we? Atlantis. I, why is Atlantis such a big key point? I kind of already answered that, but let me get back to my curve. For those who have just joined, I have talked about a frequency curve. This is Atlantis Lemuria right there. This is our time right here. <laughs> <laughs> and we are going through an ascension cycle. What, and that means that we are coming out of a descension cycle. And if Atlantis and Lemuria were here and the frequency was descending and then it went like this and then it's going up again and we are right here. We are being triggered by a lot and this is not just twin flames this is just watch the news everything going on in the world is resembling atlantean end times except we were going through a descension cycle so these are new beginnings we're going through a new beginning time where we are going to be opening up energy to create a new Atlantis, a new Lemuria, a new Earth, basically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, there it comes together. Yeah, and that is why Atlantis is a very big key point to get back to my, my question here. Because that is the tipping point where a lot of twin flames were forced to separate. 
because that is the point where a lot of um, trauma happened, a lot of conflict, a lot of wars, a lot of disasters, a lot of stuff happened which caused twin flames to separate. And because we were going through this descension cycle, it was harder and harder for twin flames to stay together in this dense energy. And also more and more twin flames were incarnating separately. And when they were incarnating together, then it would, was not as easy to stay in these unions because they will have collected dense energy, which created this gap that now we are all working through clearing in this lifetime. But that is why Atlantis is important because now we are basically all getting back into union to help raise the frequency. So that's mm -hmm. my answer. Is there anything you want to add? No. No? No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Empathic connection between twin flames. Yeah, the telepathy and the feeling. Uh, yeah, I think we have a lot of examples on that from when we were still long distance. We can feel each other, even if things are going wrong on the other side. It's almost you can clearly sense it, or that you almost feel angry or whatever that's going on, and it's like you, you yeah, you can't put a point on it. Like I have, I have a good day, nothing's going wrong. Why would I all of a sudden feel all this anger rising up? And then you get in touch with your twin, and then you hear that she had like an epic outburst with the ex-boyfriend that was going all loco and. And it's like, okay, now, now I, I understand. And then it's not even yours, but that you can even feel each other over distance. And already straight away, you can notice like how they're mm -hmm. doing or what's happening. Uh, yeah, and also I would grab my phone after hours yeah, yeah, of not yeah. touching it. And he was texting me, it said typing, blah, blah, mm -hmm. blah. And like... Or the other way around, yeah. exact same. And, or you just feel <laughs> that you need to send them a message because something's going on. And then they text you and say, that is perfect timing because I was feeling really miserable. This and this just happened. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. That's, yeah, that's the empathic connection or the telepathic connection. And that is also why it is important to go within. Mm -hmm because there's always this connection it's always there so if you're ever wondering how are they feeling how are they doing when you connect within you can always feel how they're doing because this connection is there whether you are in contact whether you're not in contact whatever so <laughs> sounds so familiar the telepathy yes yeah. mm -hmm. yes that is that is exactly yeah and you in beginning you're gonna think you're crazy or imagining things but then when they start actually confirming everything you're saying then you know mm -hmm. that it's true that's well, again another point why the clear communication is very important as well mm -hmm. uh, to, to really know that you're not going crazy <laughs> yes so we're gonna be going for 10 more minutes and then we will have been online for an hour but we still have a whole bunch of questions so we're definitely going to be doing at least part two and maybe even three mm -hmm. because we still have a lot of questions yes. <laughs> but we don't want to make this like a two or three hour video this we're almost up to an hour because it's also going to be a lot for people to digest 
So, but if you have any more questions, you can leave them in the comments. We will either answer them today or we're gonna save them and answer them later. The next question on our list, Union. It's still a choice. Like, never forget that you have free will, but it doesn't say that it's gonna be the best option that you will take. Like, this is a very hard thing to choose for in life. Uh, and what I mean with free will is like, yeah, you're always free to choose whatever you want if you just are uh, willing to pay the consequences that it brings with it, you know. It's like, yeah, you can choose not to come together with your twin, but it's going to be a very painful experience and it might end up in big time misery. Mm. But it's still a free choice, so you do whatever you want with it. And, mm. and yeah. If you want to really put in the work, then union is going to bring some serious fruitation towards life, as you know it already. Okay. Yeah, and union, of course, one person can want the union and the other one will run away, or they're not interested in the union, but they are not running away from you. They are running away from themselves because reaching union is reaching the highest potential for your soul. So if you want to become the best version of yourself and you're here on a twin flame mission, that is something that is in your Akashic records. You've said, I will reach twin flame union in this lifetime. And then you are incarnating and you're saying, oh, I'm not interested anymore. Then you're not interested in being the best version of yourself. So, of course, there is free will, but if you want to really be the best you, then you will reach union, even when you're not interested in it, because you're so busy being the best version of you, you're not even going to be looking for it anymore. And that's when it, it will just hit you and suddenly you're on twin flame journey and you're <laughs> sitting on on the, on the couch doing instagram lives with the twin flame yeah instead of sitting in the jungle having the time of your life by yourself ceremonies when you want and then you're all get into these crazy adventures which is even more beautiful than you would ever expect oh <laughs> okay service is the goal romance is a surplus but that's what we already mentioned before actually two other questions yes that it's really hard work and that you're like doing this for a collective as well like how you put your experience through your experience you're learning you put it in the collective and it just like the romance the sexuality and all the rest that comes along with it is the cherry on the pie of all the hard work that, that you guys do together as well though because for yourself, it's hard to, to confront yourself and to grow out of it and to deal with it. And to be honest, it's one of the most difficult things that I ever did in my life. And so, yeah, that's mm -hmm. why the romance is actually the cherry on the pie instead of the first thing to focus on when you yes. go for looking for your twin flame. Because that is the thing when you approach this twin flame thing from a place of I want that perfect relationship, I want the romance then you are looking for things, setting expectations, and you're trying to find things in this external person, in somebody else, and you're not supposed to have any expectations, only unconditional love. And when you can love yourself unconditionally, 
and find everything that you need, that you love yourself, that you don't need all these other things from another person, then that romance will come from a place of balance and it will naturally be there because you're going to be attracted to this other half because they are balanced, they are finding happiness within themselves and then you're going to see that and you're also going to be finding happiness within yourself and then you will share a romantic connection that is founded in equal respect, unconditional love and balance. Yeah, unconditional <laughs> love that exists. And <laughs> unconditional uh, just trust and unconditional support in the other person's choices. That's all about love. That is what, the, what, what it really mm -hmm. is about. And romance, because romance is such a broad term, can mean one thing for one person and one thing for a whole other person. Like one for one person, romance can mean spending every second of the day together. And for me, that means that I'm going to be freaking out. For him, that definitely means he's going to be freaking out. So for us, that means supporting each other to find happiness in what they love. And if that means spending weeks in the jungle doing his thing then that is what I am supporting because I want him to be the best version of himself, the happiest version of himself. And in the meantime, I'm going to be focusing on what makes me happy. And when you reach that point of unconditional support... <laughs> then you grow very strong. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, yeah. For, and, and you're then. supporting each other at the same time as well, mm -hmm. which is also really important personal inner yeah, just personal inner work attracts you. union that's yeah. basically what we've been going about before mm -hmm. and but these are more statements than questions anything we want to focus on using your connections of divine guidance again free choice what was that about your connections your spirit guides uh, yeah, your guidance uh, that, that you like the highest lesson is to do it all by yourself without any help but you have help and it's all about just asking for it and that's actually one of the basic things that you explain in your course as well is to go about how to connect to your intuition and to your guides and like in the way that you talk to them is like things are already done mm -hmm. like you're starting your work, but you thank them already for whatever is done or the work that you're doing along the ceremony or whatever that you're trying to achieve at the time in a certain setting. And that's how you call or you work together with your guides and they like you really like you get assisted and there is really help for it. But if you don't ask for it, they won't interfere as well because it's still the highest point of growing is doing it all by yourself. But it doesn't have to be, and again, that's a free will, free mm -hmm. choice that you make. Yes. Yeah. And we also have specific spirit guides that are supporting your twin flame connection. That's something some people know, some people don't know. You have specific guides that are with you to support specific missions in your life, uh, periods of time in your life that you're going through different initiations and for example we have two dragon guides 
I'm gonna show you the portraits right there. See the two eyes? Those are two dragon eyes. They're our dragon guides and they are supporting our connection. So when I feel that we are working on things, we are working through blocks, then we call upon these two dragon guides to really help transmute this energy and um, basically clear anything that is standing in the way of our harmonious union. That is what we do. And there's also ascended masters that you can call upon that specifically support your twin flame connection, such as Jesus and Mary Magdalene, probably the most known twin flame couple throughout history. Majority of the people they really yes. don't know who this is. It's Good not, point. Spread around for children. Good point. Probably. Many yeah. people yeah. don't know. Well, when you're in this spiritual community, you will probably have heard about this, but most normal people, let's call them, don't know that Jesus and Mary Magdalene were twin flames. And they are an example of this Christ consciousness coming back and of what we're supposed to be doing with this connection of really working together spreading their their truth together so that is what we are doing i'm not saying we're jesus and, and mary magdalene but we uh i do believe that we can call upon this christ consciousness connection that they they have these twin flames and we can ask them to assist us but yeah, we are over an hour now that we've been talking, both twins being mediums. So what you mean is both twins having psychic abilities. Now, in our case, we are both intuitive. We, have, we each have our own intuitive gifts. But there are twin flame couples where one is a psychic and where one is, is not necessarily uh, an intuitive. But that doesn't mean that they're not going through the initiations, going through the realizations, through some of these things, uh, learning experiences with their twin flame, with their other half. Because yeah. their purpose might just be to anchor in a lot of energy to be an anchor to really be here to be a channel for this energy but they may not be assisting people individually on a spiritual level but as more and more people awaken more and more people individually are going to start to develop intuitive abilities so it may also be that you are already intuitive and your twin flame is going to start awakening to these abilities later. Yeah, or just not at all. Like you say, that one is doing its own holistic or spiritual uh, or work through mm -hmm. uh, intuition. And then, yeah, the other partner as well has a, uh, a lot of value in, in just doing his thing and like you fill in each other on wherever you guys connect that it's like she wants the best for me like that she just fully supports whatever i need to be happy and to grow to my fullest potential is the other way around and you can fill it in in whatever context that you want but then it's no reason at all to be both mediums or, or psychics like yeah
Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> I'm a medium and I feel he has a medium. Yeah, because you do have the same blueprint, you have access to each other's intuitive gifts and abilities and energy. Because now he was not clairvoyant and now he is working on developing that ability because mm -hmm. I'm a natural clairvoyant. So, and your way of working is very, being very... Yeah, it was like navigating like a blind man. <laughs> yeah. But I feel a lot and I hear a lot. And, but also yeah. like your way of working uh, in your spiritual journey is mainly with plants with all kind of natural medicines and mm -hmm. now he's reintroducing me to that and my soul is remembering that i have experienced from past lives and now basically by getting into union with him i am allowing well my soul is allowing me to remember all of that just mm -hmm. like he's gonna start to develop more and more of this clairvoyance yeah. as time goes on so yeah. that is basically you can you can develop each other's gifts. Yes, well, yeah, you're that one is soul, the eh? answer to that question. We're integrating our higher selves and yes. ourselves together. So, mm -hmm. so you're integrating as well the parts of you too as well. Yep. Yeah. It's actually a nice one to put back. Yes, <laughs> that is th that is it for today. We've been talking for a long time, but look, we still have this page. And this page, and if you have more questions, you can comment um, or send us a direct message. And we are going to be doing a part two pretty soon. I will announce it on my Instagram. Uh, Nick will announce it on his Instagram. And we will be back. Okay. Bye, everyone. Ciao, guys. Have a nice one. <laughs>